the mirror's reflection. In a realm where magic flowed as naturally as breath, there lived a gifted sorceress named Srafina. Her powers were unmatched, and her ability to shape reality itself earned her a reputation as both a savior and a harbinger of change. Srafina's most treasured possession was an ornate mirror, said to be enchanted by ancient forces. This mirror was said to hold the power to reveal the truest desires of a person's heart. Many sought its secrets, but Srafina kept it hidden, knowing the consequences of revealing one's deepest yearnings. One evening, a desperate man named Lucian arrived at Srafina's doorstep. His eyes were haunted, and his voice trembled as he beseeched her for help. He explained that he had lost his family to a terrible plague and had heard whispers of the mirror's power. He begged Srafina to show him the path to happiness once more. Srafina hesitated, knowing the dangers of meddling with such magic. But something in Lucian's desperation moved her heart, and she relented. She led him to the mirror chamber, cautioning him that the mirror's revelations could be both beautiful and terrifying. Lucian gazed into the mirror, his breath catching as images of his past danced before him. His family's laughter, the warmth of their embrace all the moments he had cherished were laid bare. But then, the reflection shifted, revealing a future where he walked alone a shadow cast by the loss he had endured. Tears streamed down Lucian's face as he realized the truth the mirror showed not only desires but also the consequences of their pursuit. Srafina watched, her heart heavy with empathy, as Lucian grappled with the revelation. Days turned into weeks, and Lucian vanished from the village, consumed by a determination to alter his fate. Srafina waited torn between hope and worry. Then, one evening, Lucian returned, his eyes alight with a newfound resolve. He recounted his journey, how he had traveled to distant lands, learning from sages and seeking mystical artifacts. He had defied fate itself, and as he stood before the mirror once more, his reflection had changed. The future it showed was different a tapestry woven with new connections and opportunities. But as Lucian celebrated his victory over destiny, a shadow crept over the room. The mirror's surface rippled, and a figure emerged a reflection that did not belong to Lucian. It was Srafina herself, her expression twisted with anguish. You have trespassed into forbidden territory, Lucian the mirror Srafina intoned her voice a chilling echo. The balance of fate has been disrupted, and now you must pay the price. With a wave of her hand, Mirasrafina cast a spell that sent Lucian's reflection into the mirror, trapping him within its enchanted depths. The mirror's surface settled, and the room returned to stillness. The real Srafina stood alone, her heart heavy with the burden of her actions. She had intervened to grant Lucian a chance at happiness, only to realize the precarious nature of altering fate. The mirror, a testament to the consequences of desire, stood as a song a reminder of the delicate threads that bound reality together. 
And so, Srafina continued her existence, her magic now tempered by the knowledge of the mirror's power. She shared her story with those who sought her aid, cautioning them against the pursuit of unattainable desires. The mirror's reflection served as a reminder that even the greatest sorcery could not undo the intricate tapestry of destiny. Trivia Time Once you think you have the answer, lock it in and wait for the next one. Answer all five questions and put them in the comment section below. Don't cheat yourself, learn something, and most importantly, have fun. Here are the answers for the last episode. 1C, Everyday Carry. 2C, Bread Knife. 3C, Signaling for Rescue. 4C, Insulating Body Heat. 5D, Dry Bark. Question 1. Which of the following is a method for obtaining drinking water in a survival situation? A. Consuming water from a stagnant pond. B. Sucking on wet tree bark. C. Drinking seawater. D. Collecting rainwater. Question 2. What does the term bug out mean in the context of survival and prepping? A. Gathering edible insects for food. B. Moving quickly to escape danger or disaster. C. Building a shelter using natural materials. D. Creating a fire using friction methods. Question 3. What is the purpose of a ferrocerum rod, ferro rod, in survival? A. Navigation tool. B. Cutting tool. C. Fire starting tool. D. Communication device. Question 4. Which of these methods can be used to purify water by chemical means? A. Boiling. B. Filtration. C. Ultraviolet, UV, light. D. Using iodine tablets. Question 5. What is the leave no trace principle in outdoor ethics? A. Taking only photographs and leaving only footprints. B. Using natural materials for shelter construction. C. Setting controlled fires to clear debris. D. Marking trails with colored tape. Whispers from Beyond the Veil In a remote village nestled at the edge of an ancient forest, the boundary between the living and the spirit world was thin. It was said that on the eve of the harvest moon, when the veil between realms was at its weakest, the spirits of the departed could communicate with the living. Among the villagers, there lived a young woman named Lila. Her grandmother, a wise elder, had gifted her with a precious heirloom a silver locket adorned with an ethral gemstone. The locket was said to hold the power to bridge the gap between the two worlds, 
allowing the wearer to communicate with the spirits. As the harvest moon approached, Lila felt a mix of anticipation and trepidation. She had heard tales of those who had used the locket to connect with loved ones who had passed on, seeking guidance and closure. Yet, the stories also warned of the risks of meddling with the spirit world. On the night of the harvest moon, Lila donned the locket and ventured into the heart of the forest. The air was thick with an otherworldly energy, and the moon's silver glow illuminated her path. With each step, her heart raced, the weight of the locket a reminder of the responsibility she carried. As Lila reached a clearing, she whispered a heartfelt invocation, her voice carrying her intentions to the spirits. The gemstone in the locket began to shimmer, and a soft breeze rustled the leaves. She closed her eyes and waited, her senses attuned to the whispers of the night. Then, a voice, like a gentle melody, reached out to her from beyond the veil. Lila's grandmother, her presence warm and familiar, spoke to her with words that stirred her soul. They spoke of love, of memories shared, and of the wisdom that could only come from the afterlife. Lila's heart swelled with both sorrow and joy as she conversed with her grandmother. The locket's magic allowed her to ask questions and receive answers, a bridge between the realms that had long been separated. But as the conversation continued, Lila sensed a shift in the atmosphere. The air grew colder, and the whispers took on an eerie tone. Another voice joined the conversation a voice that did not belong to her grandmother. It was a spirit unfamiliar and restless, drawn by the opportunity to communicate with the living. Lila's grandmother, sensing the intrusion, warned her of the danger. The unfamiliar spirit's intentions were unclear, and the balance between worlds was delicate. The locket's magic, while powerful, was not without its risks. With a heavy heart, Lila bid her grandmother farewell, the locket's glow fading as the connection was severed. She returned to the village, haunted by the experience and the realization that not all spirits were benevolent. In the days that followed, Lila shared her tale, reminding her fellow villagers of the importance of respecting the boundaries between realms. The locket remained a cherished heirloom, a symbol of the connection between the living and the departed, but its power was treated with caution. As the years passed, Lila became an elder herself, passing down the stories and wisdom of her grandmother. The locket, now a relic of the past, served as a reminder that even in a world where the veil between realms was thin, the secrets of the spirit world were best left undisturbed.